Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. In the Oaklawn Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Let me have a Diablo sandwich of Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm going to... Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. He's considered the greatest Razorback in history. Darren McFadden is going to take it all away. A two-time Heisman Trophy runner-up. Got that wood right here. Arkansas's all-time leading rusher. Number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. It's DMAC time. Brought to you by Oakland Sports. Oakland Sports, Arkansas's most trusted brand. Download the app and get in on the action today. Oakland Sports and Ride Out Lumber. Get it done. Right. Joining the guys, it's Darren McFadden. D-Mac, good morning. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. How's it going? Did you get the kids off to school? Yeah, in a rush this, this morning, man. It was, uh, we got some crazy rain down here last night, and it slowed everything down for us this morning pretty much. Well, I, I love the fact, you think about it, guys, the greatest of all time is, is just like everybody else, taking his kids, Absolutely. To, taking his kids to school. <laughs> got to do what he do. I, I, I do have to give, yeah, I do have to give you credit. Uh, this past Saturday, and uh, I think I might have, I think I might have sent a picture, Rog, to, to you and, and uh, Justin and, and Josh. You were signing autographs before the game. I don't know if they told you how many. I can't remember the company you were doing it for and how many you signed, but I know you probably signed for two hours. I got to tell you, I was just observing you, and man, you were so patient and signed every autograph. You took every pay, uh, picture, and you just, you just I want to tell you, you handled yourself with class, and I can't tell you the excitement on those fans' faces when they got a chance to meet you. I always tell people anytime I'm back home signing autographs or just signing autographs, period, man. Um, especially back home, it's always a joy to be there and um, just interact with the fans, man. Um, some of those fans are lifelong fans. Um, some of them don't even know they were fans before they were even born. So it's always great to be able to meet those guys and um, just be out there and shake hands with them, take pictures with them. And, you know, it, it goes a very long way for them. I mean, it's something they remember for a lifetime. And, you know, if I can put a, a smile on someone's face, I love it. What's amazing, you're noted for having some of the most exciting offenses in the history of the University of Arkansas football program, and what we had to witness on Saturday was probably one of the worst uh, offensive performances ever. It goes back to 1966. That's the last time uh, we've had a lower score than what happened against Mississippi State. I presume you stuck around and watched the game. What was your thoughts on, and we'll just stick with the offense, how, how poor the offense played? I... um. Oh man, it's just even hard to even get some thoughts on it. Um, it, it was definitely tough to watch. Um, being a lifelong Razorback myself, and I was watching them like um, I couldn't tell you when the last time I've seen a um a offensive performance with that low of a score or anything. Um, it was it was a tough one to watch for sure. Um, something that you know we, we definitely don't want to see anything like that again moving forward. But you know, it can only um. You know, for me, um, like I said, I always just try to take the positive and I just try to stay hopeful for the Razorbacks, man. I just want to see them go out there and do better. That's something that I hope they can do here in the upcoming week. Do you think it was the right move by Coach Pittman to let go of Dan Enos and it was it was the right move? You know, you hate to see uh, anyone lose a job or, or get demoted or anything like that, but, you know, college football is a, a results type of business and you know, for us personally, uh, we haven't been having very many results in Arkansas. And, you know, I hate the situation for me and everything. But at this point, I think it was time to make a decision and, you know, um, try to turn over a new stone and start moving forward. Um, you know, I feel like at this point, we can only start to go up from here. And, you know, we can just keep working hard and, you know, try to get our offense on the right track and start uh, try to start getting some points on the board. Because at the end of the day, if you can't score any points, you're not going to win any ball games. And, you know, that's what this business is all about. Uh, we're visiting with Derek McFadden, brought to you by Oakland Sports App uh, and Ride Out Lumber. You know, receivers coach Kenny, Gu- uh, Kenny Guyton is the is going to be the new offensive coordinator. Played the uh, quarterback at Ohio State and been with uh, uh, Kendall Brawls. And uh, you think he's going to be able to you know to step in and make a difference? And what do you think the kind of things he can do on a short notice that could could make a difference for the offense? 
myself, no matter who's um, taking over that job right now, uh, you know, um, I'm sure the team's playing with low morale right now. That's something that you can see in the body language when guys are out there in teams. You know, it's going to be a tough job for anybody, but hopefully he can, you know, get in there and get those guys motivated and just try to get them to go out there and play their hearts out for these last few weeks and, you know, try to start putting some points on the board and come out there with a couple of W's and, but like I said, it's going to be a tough job um, regardless of who's back there uh, calling those plays. Or I, I think that you know, um, I think some of his things that he may uh, take over from they may have done last year or previous years or whatever. He probably can, you know, just try to implement some new things in there and just get a spark going for our offense. You know, that's something that I'd be curious to see here coming up. You know, DMAC, some of the folks, uh, younger folks today, have no idea. They've never lived in a world without a uh, a telephone. So uh, they can't relate to some of us, when uh, some of these old guys, when we talk about stuff. And maybe, uh, with the way things are with NIL deals and portals and all that and the coaching changes that happen because it's such big money, maybe you never had to worry about uh, a coaching change or some of the other things that are going on uh, uh, like like today, if you if you have any idea, what's it like in the heads of these ball players now who are hearing all the things that are going on on social media, having the change of a coach midway through the season, uh, and and some of the other distractions? Can you get in their heads, or should they be focused on something if they're a football player, or is it all mush now? No, um, for me, I can speak from from a personal standpoint, but also from a professional level, because I feel like it's kind of a trickle down to what's going on in college football a little bit. Um, you know, with some guys, you know, you you go out there and you're just uh, you're all about playing football. You know, that's what it's all about. And I was a guy like that. I want to go out there and play football and. You know, I've been on teams where, you know, we start off on team and it was just rough. And, you know, you're trying to just get through the season healthy and uh, start looking at next year. You know? um, so just, just from my personal standpoint, as, as far as how things were, but, you know, in this, at this college level of it, um, I think it's um, it's a different ball game. It's really hard for me to uh, kind of touch on there because I know, um, you know, like I say, for myself, when I was in college, I was this guy I wanted to go out there and just – you know, I just want to go out there and represent my state well and, you know, just do whatever I could for it. And, you know, once you introduce a money aspect into it, I think it, it turns things a little different. Um, guys want to make sure they're uh, healthy and taken care of before they're, you know, um, so to speak, I guess, going out there and landing on the line when games don't really mean much. And so I don't say I'm not trying to point fingers at anybody or anything. Sure. I just feel like that, that was my personal experience or for how I feel and, you know, for these guys, um, like I said, I would say go out there and play your heart out, man. Um, at the end of the day, I tell people, you don't want to put BS on film. And so whatever <laughs> you want to do, you want to go out there and try to play your heart out at the end of the day. Well, I think you just made your, the, the point right there that because you had no other place to go. You were going to be a Razorback number one. It's what you wanted to be. You didn't have the option to leave. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have the option to leave of a, a year. Like in your head, there's a ball player right now that goes, you know what? This team sucks. I don't have. A, I'm not getting mine. I'm not doing this. I'm going to leave. I'm going to put myself up to leave next year. It's there may not be any loyalty to that university as much as there used to be to some of these cats now. Oh, I think that definitely uh, plays into uh, to a lot of these kids' uh, hearts nowadays. Uh, you know, um, you can you can up and leave, and not just at the University of Arkansas, all across the country. You know, when guys want to just decide they want to up and leave, they can up and leave. And, you know, you don't have to stay out a year. You can jump right in and start playing. And so, you know, that's something that um, it's a big factor in college football right now. But like I said, in day, um, just for me personally, I, I tell guys that if you're gonna go out there, you know, go out there and put it on the line. Don't go out there and you know, like I say, don't go out there and put BS on film. But, you know, I don't know how much that matters to people nowadays. The uh, I was hey, looking. Hey, D-Mac, it, it, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. It, you know, you, you've mentioned in the past. I've heard you talk about in interviews, and then you mentioned today how big a Razorback fan you you were growing up, and you wanted to to be a hog and and lay it on the line for 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 the state and all that, which is awesome. Um, I'm curious. This is a random question. I'm curious if who's your favorite Razorback growing up? What was if you had one or two that you were like, oh my gosh, I idolized this guy or that guy. Man, that's a good one right there. Um, I watched so many of those guys playing ball growing up. Uh, it's hard to just say one, but um, 
You know, I, I would I would definitely lean towards a guy that's closer to my era, and I would say Matt Jones. You know, watch a guy like that go out there and play. Uh, you know, he was just an undeniable yeah. guy out there, and, and you know, um, obviously being from Little Rock and seeing Cedric Cobb play, he was I was a big fan of him. You know, um, there's a bunch of guys that I can name, man. Um, you know, just love watching those guys play, and even some guys that I played with, I, I played with guys like uh, just playing with a guy like Sam Alvarez, man. Um, that was a guy right there, you know, when oh, he yeah. was out there on the field, you know, he was going to lay it out there. And, you know, just big fans of those guys, and you love watching them play and love to play with some of them. You know, the, uh, uh, well, let's go after this. The, 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 the last time you played Florida, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the SEC championship game in 06? Unfortunately, yes. What, what, a, what, a, <laughs> what a great game that was. You guys had them on the, had them on the ropes. Uh, and it was one of the gutsiest calls by Urban Meyer. Remember, you guys had them backed up deep, and um, they ran up the, on the four, fourth down the fake punt and on their own twenty. They 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 get it and they they move the ball out to about the forty, which you know they didn't score, but they made the punt to uh, Fish. Is that right? Is it Reggie Fish? Fish. Reggie Fish, yeah. 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 And uh, uh-huh. I was gonna say, what is is that is that tough to look back on that game because you guys were ten and ten and two and seven and one in the conference going in. They ended up winning the national championship after that game. I mean, that that you know they had some key losses. Is, is that always tough to look back on that game? Reflect on that 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 championship game. You know, anytime I look back on that one, that, that is definitely a hard one back there. Think about all of what is and what could be. And, um, and I tell people, I feel like hands down, um, I know there's a lot of good football teams around the country this year, but I feel like hands down that um, I feel like we had a team that could win a national championship this year. And I not only say that because our offense was so good, I feel like our defense was the backbone of our team this year, man. We had a, a phenomenal defense. Those guys were capable ball players and played great as a unit. And so I, 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 I feel that way a lot based on the way those guys play and from what I've seen from them every day in practice and the way that they worked. And I feel like they were the team that, um, like I said, they, 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 I feel like they could stop anybody in the country and I feel like we could score with anybody in the country. And um, that's definitely always a tough game to uh, go back on, man, because, you know, you just think about what else if that didn't happen. Um, if we'd have won that game, could we have been competing for a national championship or what? But, you know, it's water under the bridge now. <laughs> yeah. Try to move forward, man. And, uh, yeah, thanks you know, for bringing that back up, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, I was actually I was actually there at that game in person. It was a, it was a heck of a game. And uh, uh, again, hey, thanks for what you did Saturday. I, I love seeing the old hogs go up there and, and treat fans the way you did. And and uh, you know, a, a star as big as yours, you know, sometimes that doesn't always work out that way. But I've seen you uh, with fans a ton of times, and that's uh, your class act. And appreciate you giving back to them. And we'll talk to you next week. The hogs will have an open week to see if they can get ready and go down there and take on the Gators and make some progress. All right. All right, D-Mac. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Thanks, D-Mac. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. Thanks, buddy. Do want to thank uh, the Oakland Sports app for sponsoring uh, Darren each week along with Ride Out Lumber. We appreciate them. Yes, we do. What a, what a good dude. What a great yeah. guy. Yeah, he he really is. I mean, and, and if you could have seen him in that line, I was over there doing some live shots for Channel 7, so I just watched him for uh-huh. about 10 minutes. I mean, it was the line was forever. And he just, you know, and I'm sure they were paying him. I mean, that's part of it. But, you know, sometimes I've seen people that aren't as friendly when they're signing autographs and they're like, you know, getting the next, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, but he yeah. was uh, he was so accommodating. Paid. And I'll tell you, I've enjoyed him this year. I, I thought he's done, I think he's done a great job with us. I Absolutely. mean, you know, he, he, this is not something I've seen him do a lot of. Every time I've seen him, you know, I've had him at the Touchdown Club a couple times, and he's a good talker. But to come in here every week and be able to, to be engaging and sure. reflective and uh, – yeah, we're yeah. in all of him to begin with because yeah, he's he, because that's that's exactly right. Six six one one. And he always wanted to be a Razorback. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, that is a, a good point, Roger. His when his deal when he was there, <laughs> there was no option. No, you weren't going to leave because you had to sit out a year, that's and right. so that you didn't you weren't you weren't thinking that you were thinking what do I got to do? Now some people would transfer, but it yeah. wasn't the thing to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but you set it's out. Great, too. It's yeah. great. As great a player as he was, that makes him beloved that yeah. much more. Yeah. Is that yeah. He could have been anywhere in the country. Yep. And he was just like, no, don't come to Arkansas. The, the only other guy I remember like that, well, I mean, there have been a bunch of guys like that, but the one that comes to mind that reminds me of that could have went anywhere in the country and didn't even entertain 
guess, was uh, Traylon Burks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's same kind of same kind of deal. So especially here in Arkansas, where we always feel like the underdog anyway. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, when you have those guys that are difference makers, uh, you know, from a program perspective, even you know, generational type talent, so to speak, um, they go. I don't care if yeah. we're good right yeah. now, we're bad yeah. right now. Yeah. I, I'm not putting anything across my chest, but but Arkansas, and that you just it just fires you up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> certainly yeah. seem to be. How how ironic it is. This past Saturday, you had. Not only had McFadden there at the game, you also had Traylon Brooks, two of the most productive, two of the greatest players of yeah. all time offensively. And then, you know, even as Darren said, it was, you know, maybe the one of the ugliest offensive performances we've ever seen statistically and just from a pure optic standpoint. Uh, it's sort of tough to see. Uh, Shannon Lynn here is here with us. Shannon Lynn, the music man, who is going to be sponsored by ABC Supply. Your buddy Jeff Lee moving yes. forward. We'll get you, we'll probably get through football season where we'll be a little consistent. And uh, uh, obviously, you're a big baseball ball guy and it's, your team's not in the World Series. Disappointing. <laughs> uh, listen, yeah, all the Braves, the Dodgers, the yeah. Orioles fans, all of them are like, really? We're watching the, the, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. The Rangers and Diamondbacks. Yeah. yeah. Wait, but if you're a Rangers fan, everybody's excited. Uh, yeah. I mean, you see how, how pumped RJ was. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I think I know one Rangers fan. <laughs> <laughs> Is it RJ? RJ. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mentioned early in the show, uh, but Dusty Baker uh, announced his retirement yesterday. And so, uh, if he he finished his career as a manager with 2,183 victories in 4,000 games. Twelfth major uh, manager in Major League history to reach 2,000 wins. First black man to accomplish the feat. Uh, the other 11 are in the Hall of Fame. And, and I, I don't know what his numbers were as a player. Just we were talking earlier, I actually watched him play in person with Hank Aaron when he played for the Braves. I know, and maybe his numbers as a player was, was were good enough to be in the Hall of Fame, but the combination would certainly make him be a guy that's going to be there. I think certainly as a manager would get him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, a manager for sure. I agree. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to believe he's been there twenty. He's been managing twenty seven years. That's that's the other thing is that he's been there that Longevity, long. Yeah, yes. and, and, and he played for a, a, a long time as well. Uh, that saw a. Um, I saw a deal today. The top phobias uh, of people. Roger, what do you think the top phobia is for folks? Spiders. Uh, spiders is number three. And that's called, uh, was it acnophobia? Arachnophobia. Yeah. You want to take a shot, Joe? Hot. That is it. It is it. It is it. Do you know, Roger, there is a word for that, Shannon? It's called acrophobia, the fear of heights. It's it's uh, they polled states and it's number one in twenty different states. What do you think? Uh, so you got one. Ooh, so number two is on the table. Yeah. What do you think number two? Yeah, it's got to be close. Place, and and I will tell you, it's, you know, that's what I would have thought. Claustrophobia. That's one that yeah. Roger and I both have. Is it playing factor crap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is interesting. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. That this is number two. I, I'll, I'll list the other ones so you see my process okay. of elimination. Uh, number four is the fear of death. I think that's called thanatophobia. The fear of needles, trypanophobia uh, or something like that. <laughs> the fear of snakes, ophidiophobia. Uh, a fear of failure, atikophobia. Uh, the fear of open spaces. How about that? Agoraphobia. That's it. Very... I think I have all of these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Roger? What do you think glossophobia is? Glossophobia. That's number nine. <laughs> And it's something that I do a lot of. I do a lot of. That other people... <laughs> speaking. In that, that's yeah, it. Yeah, pu- yeah. Public speaking. So, and, that, and that's... Listen, See, I would have thought that would have been oh. two. Yeah. I thought it would have been higher. Yeah, yeah. much I, higher. I, I do, too. Uh, number 10. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, claustrophobia is in there. Number two. I'll give you a hint. It's it's along the lines of... Uh, marriage? <laughs> no, it is <laughs> not. Commitment. Commitment. Uh, commitment. commitment. No, yeah. uh, uh, it's, I'll just go ahead and tell you. It's uh, social phobia. It's, okay. it's the fear of social situations. That's sure. number two. Yeah. yeah. Is being in, I, I would Oddly never. enough, in all seriousness, I really do have that. Do you? Yeah. Ditto. Which yeah. is ironic with my job. That interesting. is interesting, interesting because there's so many entertainers I've read about that that have this. I mean, Stevie Nicks is a classic example. Yeah. 
Is that she? That she had she that. Roger, you is. say you have it. I have it. Is that right? Absolutely. It's somebody who's engaging with everybody. You wouldn't yeah. think. You couldn't tell. But you you feel uncomfortable. It makes you uncomfortable a little bit. I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm uh, nervous. I've been out there because mm-hmm. the focus is on me. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather you look away. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. And of course, the, you, that's why I imagine everybody when I'm talking to them in their underwear. <laughs> yeah. At, at one point, Stevie Nicks, she would wear out of focus glasses so she could not see the is audience. Is that right? Yeah. I'll be darned. I've noticed some people, and I think that I have the fear of being. Robbed. <laughs> you know, Robophobia. When, I, when I'm walking out of the parking lot to Sam's, yeah. you know. I have seen, uh, I, and he used to do it. I don't know if he does it anymore. The pastor that's down in Houston that's got the mega church. Joel Osteen. I, I, if you've watched, and I've seen not just him, but other people who have that fear of public. When they speak to large groups, they never look in the eye. Yeah. They look above. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's the weirdest thing, but that's what well, I you think. You see somebody yawn, you're going, oh, jeez. I do that on stage. <laughs> do, do you? Interesting. I, I, I've seen that before. Yeah, I, yeah it just, yeah. yeah, it just, whatever. It makes you feel more comfortable in, in handling the situation. Then I went to therapy, and my therapist told me you need to imagine yourself being nude. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it's okay. Well, what it's if, okay. well, one it's of the, it, what's interesting about that with so Roger? If you ever see me do the helicopter? You know <laughs> okay. what I'm doing. If yeah. you've seen Roger <laughs> at trivia, which you'll be at Mainline Sports Bar tonight, if mm. you watch Roger, even though you may feel that way. Yeah. Roger's very engaging with every table, with yeah. every, with every, and and that's part of what you do with, with just, trivia. I'm but but so proud so, that somebody yeah. wants to spend time with me. So but people would think, well, that was yeah. that wouldn't apply yeah. to Roger because watch totally. him interacting right. with uh yeah. with, with folks that and doing book reports. Was that, <laughs> so is that just nervous energy then when you're I, interacting yeah, with you the know table? I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just really, really shy. Yeah. The, the, uh, uh, well, it's interesting to hear both I'm, you I'm, and Justin. You know, traveling. Justin is played in front of millions of people, and that's exactly. that's something sure. that's not he's yeah. not that comfortable with. But he does it. Looks very natural doing it. One last thing for go to Monday. Trivia in front of hundreds of thousands of people, <laughs> but I won't sing in front of them. Right. Yeah, my my so. My social anxiety, though, is it's not being on stage. Like that's I, that's where I feel most comfortable. Gotcha. It's more so in situations like uh, like events where meet, you meet gotta walk, go around and talk to people. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I, I, yeah. just, it, I don't know. It kind of it weirds me out. I, I don't know. I got you. Um, as we go to break, that's uh, Chuck Berry, a little ding-a-ling. It is, and I'm looking it up right now. Uh, little known fact. Uh, the little what? <laughs> little ding-a-ling. Have you not heard this? It is about it what is, you I've think it, it is. Yeah, and it did hit number it one. It hit number one. Josh heard this today for the first time. We could not believe there's a song called Little Ding-a-ling. Yeah. ding-a-ling. And uh, look it up. You can see him do the duck walk from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back and visit with uh, Melinda Mayo here in just a minute. Eight thirty here at Morning Mayhem. In the every time that bell would ring, catch me playing with my ding-a-ling-a-ling-a. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is Sports Center. The weekend in football really gets rolling tonight. First in the National Football League will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are three and three, traveling to Buffalo to take on the Bills, who are four and three and three and one at home. The Bills are looking to rally after their surprising loss last week against the Patriots. The Buccaneers are looking to rally after their loss at home against the Falcons. They are two and zero on the road so far this season. Buffalo is an eight and a half point favorite. You can catch the game at seven fifteen on Amazon Prime Video. And then in college football, Lane State. Stadium will be rocking as the Virginia Tech Hokies take on the Syracuse Orange, and then a big clash in the Sun Belt. Georgia State, who is six and one overall, three and one in the Sun Belt, takes on a five and two Georgia Southern team, who is two and one in the Sun Belt as well. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network.
Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Mostly cloudy skies today. Temperatures back up into the low 80s and a 30% chance of a few scattered showers moving into central Arkansas, especially in the afternoon hours. Tonight's low drops down to 69. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Today's special at the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel. Dinner for two for $60. Split a 10-ounce filet, fried shrimp, and our famous salad bar. In central Arkansas, cleaning has a new meaning, and that's FMS. For the best in industrial or commercial services, one-time construction cleans to monthly contracts, from strip and seals of any surface to epoxy coatings or polished concrete. Remember the name, Facility Maintenance Services, the mean, clean, brightening machine. So if you're busy trying to run a business, let FMS take care of the rest by calling Timber or Harrison at 501-428-6585 or go to FMS4Dice.com. That's FMS, the number four. Dice.com. Hey, it's David Basel for Simmons Bank. You've heard me say over and over again how much I love being a Simmons Bank customer and learning about their amazing success story, starting with one little Pine Bluff Bank in 1903 and now celebrating their 120th banking birthday. They have become one of the fastest growing banks in America. 120 years in banking, that's a ton of experience. The reason Simmons Bank has been around for 12 decades is because they have a track record of helping people turn their goals into plans. And that's worth repeating. Simmons Bank knows how to help their customers turn their goals into plans. And they're ready to talk to you now, but first, they'll listen. Simmons Bank will guide you at every step. No matter what's next in your life, Simmons Bank wants to make financing the easiest decision you make. A personal loan from Simmons Bank could be the solution you need for large purchases like home improvement projects, wedding expenses, vacations, emergency expenses, or an automobile, boat, or RV purchase. Don't wait any longer. Let Simmons Bank help change your financial life. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. NationCom you can take the mayhem wherever you go just search morning mayhem wherever you get your podcast welcome back to morning mayhem live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio we know that guy it is uh, 8.33. Let's check in with our good friend Melinda Mayo. Son of a gun. <laughs> Dead! Dead! No, Mr. Belafonte, it's Mayo. <laughs> Mayo! Melinda Mayo! She's Arkansas's TV sweetheart, and she's joining the guys from Morning Mayhem. Melinda Mayo on Morning Mayhem is brought to you by Facility Maintenance Services, serving Central Arkansas. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Yeah. Good morning, Melinda. Good morning, guys. Everybody's there today. Yes. Great day. Morning Mayhem is fully assembled. How are you this morning? <laughs> I love it. I'm doing well. The weather's nice, but we've got some big changes coming into the forecast. Yeah, Roger uh, uh, sort of teased us with that about next week. What's the scoop? Yeah, well, next week will be the big the big one, the big cool down that everybody who loves fall weather and hunters and everybody's been waiting on. But first, we got some rainfall to come through. You know, so far this week, it's all been over in northwest Arkansas. Fayetteville and Fort Smith has had the rain all week long. Well, that starts today. We're not going to get a lot today, but some scattered rain is going to move in here. I would say between 3 o'clock this afternoon, 7 o'clock this evening probably is our best chance, but it keeps going up after that. So uh, tomorrow we go to 40%, a little bit more rain. 
Saturday and Sunday are most likely times for rain. It's going to be off and on, but it's going to rain quite a bit. And then even Monday, when we start to get the cool down, there's still a little rain before it clears out on Tuesday for Halloween. Where are you guys headed Friday night for your road trip? Football. Yes, we are going for our road trip to Duck Guard. So headed over to the Grand Prairie. It's going to be Lone Oak versus Stuttgart, so uh, that's a great 4-8 matchup. We'll be live there at 5 and 6. We we feature everything going on at the schools and in the towns as well. We take the whole show there, so we'll be in Stuttgart live tomorrow. Uh, it's partly cloudy for the Friday night football game. Still kind of warm, about 77 at kickoff, 74 by the end of the game. There's going to be a few showers, I think, still at that time, but most of us won't see it, so hopefully you'll be dry at the game you're going to. And then, the I'm talking cold next week, guys. No kidding. We could see frost and freeze warnings next week. Naked Gardener, you may need to bring the plants in. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Weekend. Melinda, I yes. think I will. I think I will. I have some Mexican heather that I am trying to save <laughs> till next year. I'm bringing it in. Bring in the heather. Bring in the ferns. So, we're going down. So Monday, there's still a little bit of rain, and it gets chilly, only highs in the 50s. By Tuesday morning, we're looking at lows in the 30s okay. here in central Arkansas. Mm. Wow. And like it. Yeah. And then for Halloween, a high of only 55 that day, and then we get to about 637 o'clock for trick-or-treaters. It's going to be about 50 degrees. So, you know, don't worry about the kids getting, you know, hot on their trick-or-treating. Right. They'll actually be a little bit chilly. Are we, uh, is it wrong for us to be excited uh, about being cold? Are we excited? I ain't about excited about yeah. it. You're, you're not. Samantha, I'm going to hang the turkey freezing cold. Well, I don't want it to be chilly weather. weather. I, I like chilly weather. weather. Yeah. I'm going to be so cold. I'm stoked. <laughs> well, listen. Who does that? I, I like cold weather. I don't like freezing weather. I like no, cold weather. We're not cool cavemen. Weather. We get to go inside. Well, why don't you move to Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, M- Melinda, speaking of uh, Halloween, what uh, what will you be dressing up as next week? Well, I tell you what, Daybreak Crew is is working for something special oh, gotcha. for Halloween. Gotcha. So I, I can't reveal it just yet, but it does have to do with the Daybreak line dancing. And speaking of that, we still want you guys to dance with us. I know. But, you know, here's, here's what happened. You know, when we were talking about it, I think, Justin, you said, why don't y'all do it at the Moore Manor sleepover? Let's do the dance there. And I said, no, this is actually going to happen. Unlike the Moore Manor sleepover, this is actually going to happen. Well, now I have decided it's exactly like no, the sleepover. It's going to happen. never going to happen. They're both going to happen. They're both going to happen. Okay. Yeah, well, both. if y'all need some, uh, if y'all need some Western wear or, or some cowboy hats, I can hook y'all up. Well, Roger, hey, Roger, next Tuesday is the Touchdown Club. It's Chris Doring coming in from the University of Florida and SEC Network. And I thought about, you know, I thought about getting dressed right. up for that. So right. I think maybe we should just go ahead and do the whole day that day, Tuesday. What would Have you had have any idea what you would come as, Rog? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I have a couple. Well, you better bring a parka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about the, the Broadway show yeah. 6 at Robison that, uh, that, you, that you saw recently. Yeah, so real quick, just stay tuned on Daybreak. We're working on something real special. We're going to put out little teasers this weekend about okay. that. Six is, i tell you what, guys, there's some hot girls in this show at Robinson Center. Uh, it's the first show of Celebrity Attractions. It's the perfect show. It's 80 minutes long, no intermission. You know, on my sleep schedule, I can't do a lot of these, but we were out of there by 9 o'clock. So it's kind of like Hamilton. It's based on history, but in a top music kind of way so it's about the six wives of henry the eighth some were beheaded some died some he divorced you know but it's really done it, it was in a way though i thought you know i should have paid more attention in history class kind of like i did watching hamilton but i have to tell you who i saw i saw meredith there and she said Melinda, you have to ask Dad about the Monster Truck Show, because I asked about the boys, and she said, ask Dad about the Monster Truck Show. Yes, the Monster Truck Show (laughs) was a great place for the boys to take a nap. (laughs) Melinda, they had been hitting me up. Her her boy James, anyway, had been uh, hit every time we talked to him. You're taking me to Monster Trucks, aren't you, Pop Pop? Absolutely. Wanted to know what day it was. Well... We get there. You know, I bought the 
bought the tickets a couple of months ago, uh, bought the head the, the headgear so that they're 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 ear protecting. We get there, they turn the lights off. They've got on those headphones. It's like a sound machine. They both pass out. <laughs> they they both take a nap. The first hour they slept through. The second hour, they didn't even know there was one. I left I left at halftime when they turned the lights on, and I'm still asking them, what was your favorite part? They do remember a couple of the vehicles, yeah. and then there's a couple of things that they remember because I showed them the video while they were asleep. <laughs> uh, and they said, those were my favorites, Pop-Pop. But listen, we got a good picture out of it. They told me they loved me, and it made it all worthwhile. Do want to thank uh, facility, facility Maintenance Services for sponsoring uh, Melinda each week. Harrison Mosley, you can call them at uh, 501-428-6585 or go to FMS4, the number four, and then DICE, D-I-C-E dot com. It's Facility Maintenance Services. All right, Melinda, give us your take on what happened Saturday and Sunday. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't think it just boils down to we had we had to do something. Something had to happen during the five weeks. I think, you know, it had to happen. I, I put it out on my social media. You know, what do you think about it? A lot of people said O-line coach uh, probably should have gone as well. But I think for the morale and, and to keep the fans in it, to keep the players in it, uh, you just had to do something. You know, I think, I mean, KJ just had a bad day, too. I mean, yep, you can have yep. a bad day, and he had one. I went back and watched a lot of the highlights, and there was a couple times when he had pretty good protection and had time, yep, yep. and he still wasn't hitting his receivers. So, you know, he had a bad day, and I think that just coupled with, um, you know, the, the streak of losing games. Something had to happen. I think uh, Guyton will, you know, I think he's the right choice for now. I think, like you guys have said, he's younger. He can relate to these guys. I think the guys will want to play for him, you know. And I listen to D-Mac. I think, I think those players get out there. They want to win, you know. You get out on that field, you want to win no matter what the, the season has been like. So I think it was just something that had to happen to keep to keep the team in it because you, you were about to lose them, and you were definitely losing the fans. Well, I, I was excited to hear what KJ said yesterday about – He's hoping that they can they can run a little bit more tempo. That's what he feels comfortable with, and uh, I think he feels that gives him a little bit of an advantage. Uh, you know, defense can't set their you know can't set their defense or be prepared, or uh, it just gives him a little extra edge they didn't have before. So he seems to be excited about it. So, like I said, I'm I'm sort of positive. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing something better offensively than than what we've seen the last few uh, four or five weeks. Yeah, I heard you on Channel Seven this morning saying this is not. This is not going back to, you know, we're not even going to say the names that we don't want to even mention right, anymore, right, but this right. is not going back to that. It's it's a different thing, but, you know, I, I suspect maybe there'll be more changes at the end of the season, possibly. Well, thank, uh, thank your uh, wonderful sponsor there, Melinda. You bet. Facility Maintenance Services. If you're busy running your business, let them take care of the cleaning. Call our friends Timber or Harrison at 501-428-6585, and they'll take care of everything else. Those great epoxy and concrete floors, too. They can do that in your business. All right, Melinda, thanks so much. Look forward to talking, although Justin will Justin will have to get out his jacket next week. He's, he's not going to like that, but we're all getting <laughs> our jacket. <laughs> Break it out. Sounds good. Thanks, Melinda. Thanks, guys. We're, Thank you. We're still saying go hogs, we pig. We're pigs. We, we sure, sure are. Sure are. Uh, Shannon Lynn hanging out with us. Hey, uh, Shannon. Uh, R. Great to have you. Great to see you. Appreciate it. Uh, Justin Shannon brought in about a thousand clips of uh, uh, Halloween-related songs and, and movie uh, uh, openers. Oh, nice. Or, yeah, trailers, trailers, clips, whatever. Yeah. yeah. We had we had uh, we had extras at six thirty this morning. It was a little it was a little shocking to have it that early. So if you want to be a part of the show, six six one one zero three seven is the number. It's National Pumpkin Day, National Mule Day, National Chicken Fried Steak Day. Yeah, that's the big one. Uh, and we're still uh, still mon- oh here let's squeeze let's add, let's squeeze in real quick before we go to break. Uh, Frank Fletcher on the uh, Hodges Glass Little Rock Glass Hotline before we go to break. Good morning, Frank. Hey, David. Uh, last. Last week, you guys let me talk about our Thursday night prime rib special, and we had over 200 people. So we're uh, tonight uh, at the Riverfront Steakhouse. We're doing the 12-ounce prime rib, buy one, get one, which is less than $15 each. Wow. Uh, all the mashed potatoes you can eat and a big, nice prime rib. So call 371-9000 and make a reservation. 371-9000, Riverfront Steakhouse. Buddy, y'all. 
you got the best audience in the world. Yes, you got to make that reservation, yeah. Roger. You That's you ate incredibly cheap. Yeah, Roger, and you ate there for was it Friday night or the night last? Uh, yeah, last Friday night. Right? Last yeah. Friday night. Yeah, we ate there last Friday night. It was fantastic, yep. Frank. You were absolutely right. I didn't know that the sixty dollars special was still going on that night. So when we got there and we uh, uh, sat down, we'd already planned on what we were going to order. Then when I saw that, I thought, well, let's try that. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, but. We had to order a couple of extra sides because what we what we wanted was were were not on there as well. So we got those. And you're right, Frank. After the salad bar, we just started packing everything up <laughs> because there was no room for anything else. Yeah, after the salad bar, it's get ready to take it home. Yes, yes. Between the potatoes, oh my god. The the, the, the the baked potatoes, the, the mushrooms and the mac and cheese with crab, they all and the steak. Came home. Yeah. That's all good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thanks thanks for letting me talk about this, David. Uh, Roger, uh, we're expecting a big crowd tonight. We're open at 5 o'clock. So, uh, 501-371-9000. Please make a reservation. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you, Frank. I, yeah, I, you I keep waiting it. for Justin to jump in with his, his yeah. Frank invitation. Yeah. Justin? He's a whole lot bigger than I. <laughs> uh, I like I like to do it when he's not watching. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Come back. It's eight forty six. If you want to be a part of the show, six six one one zero three seven is our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Is there any truth that you can see one of the baked potatoes at Frank? <laughs> yes, from yes. outer space. With the naked Fact. eye. Yeah. Fact. Yes, <laughs> that's crap. Roger Scott for Oakland Racing Casino Resort. Every day at Oakland offers entertainment. From daily casino promotions in the 24-7 smoke-free casino to live entertainment every weekend in the newly opened Pops Lounge. The fun never stops at Oakland. Play at over 1,500 slot machines, 30 tables, including blackjack, craps, and roulette. Check out all the casino promotions at Oakland.com. Headliner Entertainment heating up at Oakland as well. Show's coming to Oakland next. Marcus King on October 27th. Blues Traveler, November 17th. Martina McBride, November 30th. Brenton Michaels, December 30th. And the Rocket Man Show, tribute to Elton John, January 1st, 2024. Tickets on sale now at oakland.com. And the live horse racing will be here before you know it, December 8th. Make your plans today to be in Oakland, in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oakland, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now is the time to gear up for the hunt just in time for deer season. And as always, Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart has got you covered. Like the Big Game Hunter HD 1.5 Ladder Stand, now 149 Or the Money Outdoor Skybox Deluxe Ladder Stand at only 189 All this along with the vast selection of deer rifles, high-quality scopes, rifle ammo, and deer scent. Max has everything you need to bag that buck. In Stuttgart or online at maxpw.com. Max Prairie Wings, your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. The Arkansas Outdoor Expo is coming to Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, October 27th through 29th. Tour over 50 fully staged RVs and take advantage of special RV Expo pricing on the top RV floor plans. We'll have RVs starting at less than $5 a day. Food and entertainment, plus a chance to win an RV as part of the ultimate RV giveaway. Learn more at CampingWorld.com slash Arkansas Expo. See dealer for details and disclaimers. As the leaves change color and the air turns crisp, it's time to prepare your home for the coziest season of the year. This is Heather Ramsey with Elite Services, and we want to help you welcome the fall with fresh, clean carpets that are as inviting as the season itself. At Elite Services, we specialize in fall carpet cleaning to ensure your home is warm, comfortable, and ready to embrace the beauty of autumn. And now, exclusive to Buzz listeners, we are offering three rooms at $150 for a limited time. Contact us today by visiting cleaningarkansas.com. Elite Services, where we don't cut corners, we clean them. Looking for somewhere new downtown to hang out with all of your friends for football? Then there's only one place, and that's Little Rock's newest neighborhood sports bar, The Busker, on South Main. The Busker features an upscale bar menu with great beer, wine, and cocktail selections, as well as weekday happy hours from 4 till 7 and late nights from 10 till close. So watch all your favorite college and NFL games on the Sunday ticket this fall, where you won't miss a minute of the action on their big screen TVs. All this, including live music on the weekends, can only be found at the busker on South Main. 
question. Do you recycle? We hope you do. And that you know what goes in your curbside recycling cart and what doesn't. Another question. Has your recycling cart ever been left behind and not emptied? It happens. Here's why. If your recycling cart was not picked up, it may be because it contained plastic bags, trash bags, grocery bags, shopping bags, or even plastic wrap. To help get your cart picked up, please follow this simple rule. No plastic bags of any kind should be in your recycling cart, no matter what's in the bag. Plastic bags are not recyclable and belong in the trash, not in your cart. For more information, go to mydoright.com. At mydoright.com, you'll learn more about what goes in your cart and where you can drop off plastic bags. Remember, to do recycling right, there should be no plastic bags in your recycling cart. Learn more at mydoright.com. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. If you can impersonate someone on our show, we can guarantee that you'll live forever on Roger's Button Bar. Hey, I know y'all gonna look at me funny, but what y'all gonna do now? Welcome back to the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. So run, Kirk. Uh, run! Tell all the other curs the line's coming. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! I want to hear Rods do that. <laughs> yeah, that the reason that's being wait, that, yeah. the reason he's played that is because it was on this day, uh, 142 years ago, 1881. Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday faced the Clanton gang, to shoot out at the OK Corral. How about that? Yeah. yeah. What, what, how long ago did you say that was? 142 years ago. Wow. Is wow. that not crazy? Okay. That is. How about that's, that? That's wild. It is. Yeah. But in the grand scheme, that ain't that long ago if you think about it. No. <laughs> Not 142 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, 1881. I mean, for us, yeah. Roger, for us in our in yeah. our age, that's really not too long right. ago. And when it, we were kids 142 <laughs> years ago, they still had Washington and Jefferson running around. <laughs> and if you go back to that uh, that movie. Yeah, Tombstone. Tombstone. It, it, it sort of makes it feel like it was sort of a natural. They come around the corner, and the Clanton gangs, they're getting water from the horses. They're sort of the fight was only 30 seconds yeah, long. Yeah, that's, that's, that's real, right? I mean, that's, so, yeah, absolutely. It was, just, so it, was, it was quick. I mean, you watch the movie with Burt Reynolds and all that, and the fight scene took long 30 out. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, didn't but, realize it was 30 seconds yeah, long. Yeah, that's it. That's all wow. it was. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and what, how many were killed? Were two of the Clinton gang killed? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there I might think. have been three of them that might have been gone. But, but remember, one in of them the, was in, Clanton, and I think it was the McClarties. In the movie. Not the, McClarties. <laughs> the, where, who, was, who was the guy? Don't shoot me. I don't want to go. That Clanton. And what did he yeah. say? Get the fight and get out of the way. <laughs> That's right. He ran yeah. away. And then he got shot for stealing he, uh, a year later. It didn't, uh, wasn't, uh, who's our guy? We you know who got so upset about that? The Clanton family. Because there's only one yeah. picture of him, and he's yeah. dressed in a nice suit. But in all the other movies, he's dressed like a, a drunk and all yeah. that. Yeah. Wasn't that in that scene? If you remember, uh, Kurt Russell's looking at who's our who's who's Doc? Uh, what's his name? Val Black Kilmer. Val Kilmer. D- doesn't Kurt look at? I think Val Kilmer because Val Kilmer is looking at one of the Clank gang, and he's giving them a look, and he's oh, going, he "Oh, yeah. yeah." He goes, "Oh, he knew." <laughs> he knew. Yeah. Once he winked, it was over with. Exactly. He knew something was up. Uh, we got to say uh, real quick a happy birthday to Timber over at Facility Maintenance Services. Uh, she's listening in, and uh, Harrison let us know that uh, it's a birthday for Timber. So uh, happy birthday, Timber. We appreciate you. And uh, uh, so that's that's hard to believe that that was 142 years ago. Yeah. It's also hard to believe, Ron. Roger, that 39 years ago was the uh, was when uh, one of uh, Roger and I's uh, favorite movie and favorite actors uh, came on the scene in a big way. We didn't know how big he was going to be, but uh, now Roger still imitates him to this day. <laughs> well, if I, where is it? Here it is, right here. I'm a friend of Sarah yeah, that was the Terminator. Oh, I have. The I'm a friend of Sarah I'm a friend of Sarah It's not a tumor. <laughs> and what's his famous line he says, Shannon? He, I'll be back. And he, there was an argument. You remember hear about this, Roger? There was an argument with him and uh, who's the director of uh, the Titanic? Uh, the same guy. Uh, James Cameron? Cameron yeah. yeah. He, he, well, Ron, Arnold said, that's not the way he would say it. 
And finally, he got mad. The, the director, the, the camera said, "Just he just read the effing line, right. would you?" He did. Yeah. Right. His article. That's not the way the robot would yeah. say it. Because right. <laughs> right. I think, he, I think he wanted to say, "I will be back." That's right. He wanted to be grammatically yes. correct. <laughs> I will be back to get you. Then. I will come back here in a minute or two. Yeah. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Here in a few minutes, I'm going to come calling on you again. Uh, this That's is fantastic. Oh, listen, listen to JM over there, the, yeah. Justin. This is for you. You may not want to remember this. Okay. Twenty-seven years ago, when you were just hey, a little. Hey, Justin, this is this is for you. You're gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will. Uh, how old were you in 1996? Twelve. Twelve. Uh, Twenty-seven years ago, on this day in 1996, the New York Yankees did what? Oh, uh, came back and uh, whipped the Braves in the. Uh, in the series, night, yeah, in the in the World Series, it was their first World Series win since. Well, I didn't know this since 1978. They were. That's uh, what Justin's just <laughs> hearing right now. Yeah, the, the Braves were up what two to zip or something. What was it in the World Series? Was it? If I'm not mistaken, three? they were up two two to nothing, and and then they I think they were up in Game Three at Yankees Stadium. Excuse me, and somebody hit a big. Uh, Home run, uh, Layritz maybe, or uh, I don't know if it was Jim Layritz or Boone. It was one of the two. Yeah, uh, I knew you'd be disappointed a, to see a, that. Yeah, yeah. Hit, a, hit like a late inning home run after it looked like the Braves were about to go up three zero, and then I want to say they beat us in six games. I don't think we won another game. Yeah, I think they won that yep. series four to two. I believe. Yeah, right. I, somebody, somebody out there screaming at the radio. Yeah, how wrong I am, and they'll let us know. <laughs> well, four, <laughs> so, wait, four years later. 2000 in the year 2000, Yankees become the first uh, became the first team since 1970s to win three straight World Series titles by defeating the Mets in the Subway Series. That was their fourth championship in five years. That was the Jeter year, obviously. That was, that he was yeah. The, yeah. What what uh, big years those were? Uh, let's squeeze in. She wants to say something to uh, Rebecca. You got a question for Shannon, real quick. I just wanted to let him know. I'm thinking of. I'm still keeping you and your daughter in my thoughts and prayers. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate that. The big big procedures next week. Yeah, I hope open heart surgery yeah. for her in Houston yeah. a week from today. Yeah, I know yeah. you've been ready to get. Uh, thanks, Rebecca, for sharing that. That's You're a, welcome. Bye bye. I, I know you. that you have uh, been waiting to get to that date. Oh man, yeah, yeah. we're so ready to move on. <laughs> and then you've been through it yourself. Back in March, not the same yeah. thing, but uh, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had bypass. They're actually going inside of her heart to do work. Yeah. So. Uh, by the way, my mother was listening today, and, and I, when I was talking about getting the wax out of her ears, and she wanted to remind everybody that uh, it, that that she had the problems because of a concussion. She had fell and hit her head. Yeah. And the doctor thought maybe some of the that that vertigo type symptom was from falling. Yeah. Uh, but l- we learned early on that uh, Justin. By the way, too, I think uh, we got to find out that Kate said you've got some phobias that we need to look into. Uh, maybe we'll do that uh, when we come yeah, back. We talk, I thought we talked about. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, she's I, an idiot. I, we discussed. Yeah, them in I thought maybe three that she, segments. She, I thought she might have some different ones, maybe that we have it with, that we don't know about. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, we'll check I think it. I we'll find out. You're an open I was book. Honest. Yeah. Earlier. He's, yeah. He's an open book. Roger, are you an open book? Oh hell, I'm a pop up book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is me a... and Roger picture book. <laughs> exactly right. That's right. Just turn it around and show. And, and in all fairness, she mentioned that when we did talk about the segment, she didn't just mention it, Justin. Yeah, it was it was well, well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, It's a better story if, if we act like she just said. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Nine o'clock. Tell you what, my biggest fear is my wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't blame you. That's a good healthy one to have. <laughs> At Jones & Son Diamond & Fine Jewelry, when you shop for an engagement ring, you get the benefit of shopping with the largest selection of rings in Central Arkansas. They also carry the biggest brands in the business and now offer their Jones & Son collection of branded engagement rings. The Jones & Son rings are high quality at a really great price. They are also fully customizable. They can modify any design to fit your needs and make you 